Amen and glory to God. It is an honor and a privilege. I do come in the name of Jesus. And everything that I do, I do it in the name of Jesus because he's the one who called me into this ministry, uh, who walks with me each and every day. And so it's easy for me to call on the name of Jesus. Thank you all uh, for the invitation. Thank you all for being the church that God is calling you to be. Thank you for doing the, uh, the wonderful ministry that you're doing here. Thanks to uh, Pastor Phil's leadership, as well as Pastor Jeremy's leadership, and everybody in between. It takes both pastor and people to do this in the name of Jesus. So if you could, could you pray with me? Loving God, we give you thanks. We thank you for this day. We thank you, thank you, thank you. Lord, if we had 10,000 tongues, it just wouldn't be enough to say thank you for all that you have done, doing now and continue to do, even in the midst of things that are going on. I ask, oh God, that you would breathe on this message that you have given me to give your people. And we thank you in advance that it will fall on good ground and it will accomplish everything that you have sent it out to do. We thank you in advance. Be our strength and continue to be our Lord. In Jesus' name we do pray, amen, amen. This message this morning will come from Psalm 71, verses one through six. And it reads, in you, Lord, I have taken refuge. Let me never be put to shame in your righteousness. Rescue me and deliver me. Turn your ear to me and save me. Be my rock of refuge to which I can always go. Give the command to save me for you are my rock and my fortress. Deliver me, my God, from the hand of the wicked from the grasp of those who are evil and cruel. For you have been my hope, sovereign Lord, my confidence since my youth. From birth, I have relied on you. You brought me forth from my mother's womb. I will ever praise you. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. And the title of this message is, You Can Depend on God. This morning, I was trying to remember this song uh, that I don't know has been in my spirit. So I found the words, I Googled the words. And so uh, I'm going to just share a little bit of this. It's, it's an old song, uh, I Go to the Rock. And the songwriter says, where do I go when there's nobody else to turn to? Who do I talk to when nobody wants to listen? Who do I lean on when there's no foundation stable? I go to the rock. I know he's able. I go to the rock. The Lord is the rock of my salvation. I go to the stone that the builders rejected. I run to the mountain and the mountain, he stands by me. When the earth all around me is sinking sand, on Christ the solid rock I stand. When I need a shelter, when I need a friend, I go to the rock. What does it mean to depend on God? 
Does it mean that we can only depend on him when things are favorable? Will we be exempt from trouble? Is God always available? Does God have the power to deliver? Is God trustworthy? In looking at our psalm today, Psalm 71, in its entirety actually, but the, the message will come from verses 1 through 6, I believe this psalm will help us out and give us some answers about what it means to depend on God. The book of Psalms, it's a, a compilation of several ancient collection of Hebrew songs and poems that the ancient Israelites used in the congregational worship and in their private devotion. Many of these psalms are attributed to King David. There are also the songs of the sons of Korah, Solomon, Moses, just to name a few. Others bear no ascription at all. This particular psalm doesn't bear, for some scholars, some want to attribute it to David because Psalm 1 and Psalm 31, which David did write, it starts out the same. There's a lot of possibilities. And we could speculate and speculate who the writer is, but as we continue to read, I think the main thing is what the writer had to say. What is it that we know about Psalm 71? This particular psalm is considered a psalm of lament. One third of the entire book of Psalms are lament. It's times when people would pour out their grief and their, their, their sorrow and their regret. One of my seminary professors, Dr. Robert Stein, wrote a book, A Basic Guide to Interpreting the Bible, and he broke down the, 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 uh, the Psalms of lament, uh, and it says it's people, uh, broke it down in five sections. First, they address God. Then there's the lament, the description of their need. There is a petition for prayer, for help. There's the confidence, a confession of confidence. And then there's the vow of confession of praise. The Psalm of Lament are just beautiful poems of humans expressing their human struggle. Prayers where the psalmists are in troubling situations and they're asking the Lord, making a request for help. There are two types of uh, laments, psalms of lament. There's the communal, where we see, I'll use David, crying out on behalf of the community. And you know, he was the king of Israel. There was a lot of crying out, because Israel didn't always want to act right. But then there were uh, psalms where this is a uh, person, it's personal, where they're going on behalf of themselves. This particular psalm, is a person, and more than likely, I'm going to say man, uh, that is going on behalf of himself. This psalmist was someone who depended on God. I think there are some things that we can learn from this psalmist and why we can depend on God and why we can put our confidence in God. One of the things is, one of the reasons is because God is always available says that the, the psalmist sees I, I, I've taken my refuge in God. He's making a plea and he's making a petition. And see, he, he knew uh, he needed God, but
but he also knew that God was always available. That's the reason why he could take his refuge in God. See, when we, we are in relationship with God and, and, and we have a history with God, and when we get into trouble or when we have things on us and we have sorrows and concerns, not only with us, job concerns, children concerns, grandchildren concerns, uh, just church concerns, we can go to God. But we know that in going to God, we've gone to God before, and God is a prayer-answering prayer God. We know that God is never too busy. The psalmist, he learned to run to God because he found refuge in God. The Bible says God is a very present help in the time of trouble. It doesn't say he's a present help in, the time, in, in good times, even though he is. But it's good to know that when we're going through a hardship, that God is a very present help, that we can go to God. Psalm 59, 16 says, But I will sing of your strength in the morning. I will sing of your love, for you are my fortress, my refuge in the time of trouble. God is still our refuge in the time of trouble. People knew that they could call out to God and petition God for help. We have a God in whom we can depend on. We can depend in and we can depend on. God's always available because that is God's character. That's who he is. He's never too busy. He neither sleeps nor slumbers. Always available. One of the worst things that we can do is we can rely on people who are not available. When you, when you fill out a medical form, it always asks who your emergency contact is. Now, we're not going to put down people who do not like to answer the phone. <laughs> we're not. I was laughing about that because I was thinking about my siblings, and I have a sister under me. I put her down because she answers the phone. But we put down someone who's available. But when we depend on God, we never have to worry whether or not God hears us. Now, God doesn't always answer the way that we like. I'm going to be honest with that. You know, God answers in God's own way, in God's own time. But God does answer. He knew that he could depend on God. And in God's righteousness, his just judgment, God would deliver him. He would turn an ear to him and he would save him. In the New Testament, Jesus cried out to the Father. When, Moses, when Lazarus died, Jesus said, come forth. But he prayed, before he did, he prayed to the Father. He said, I thank you that you've heard me. I knew that you always would hear me. This is for the benefit of the people. I know God hears and God's available. Other characters, Moses at the Red Sea. 
He looked up, and God done the miraculous. Elijah on Mount Carmel, when he had to deal with King Ahab's false prophets. Hannah, who wanted a child, prayed, and God gave her Samuel. The list goes on and on and on. God heard the people's cry, and God hears our cry. It says, be my rock of refuge, be my dwelling, my habitation. The Jewish study Bible says in verse 3, be a sheltering rock where I can go to continually, daily. He's always available. See, we never have to request God to make time for us. Praise the Lord. We never have to make an appointment. You go to the doctor's office, you're going to make an appointment. Everything. The district superintendent, you're going to make an appointment. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. But, because I'm not God. I tried to be like God. But I'm not everywhere at the same time. But we have a God who is never too busy. He's always available. Another reason why the psalmist could depend on God, because God has all the power. He says, give the command to save me. You are my rock and my fortress. Give the order. Speak it. God spoke this world into existence. Let there be and there was. God speaks. He has the, the power. Think back to, to Matthew 8, where Jesus, uh, a centurion, requested Jesus to come and heal my servant. Uh, he says, he requested Jesus to heal his servant. And Jesus asked him, shall I come and heal him? And the centurion says, I don't deserve you to come into my room. But if you just say the word, my servant will be healed. Because there's power in the word of God. He was asked, the psalmist was asking God, deliver me from the hand of the wicked, from the grasp of the evil and the cruel. Deliver me. He depended on God. God had the power to make things right. To deliver him from the lawlessness, from the control of the power of the dominion of the, uh, of the enemy. Because the control of the enemy does not compare to the power of God. Even in today's world, acts of injustice or cruelty or oppression, God has the power to make things right. According to God's divine will, God has the power to set it straight. God can intervene in our situations. We live in a world where there's a whole lot going on as Pastor Phil was praying. But God has the power. God has control. God has the final say. It's all God. And like Moses at the Red Sea, we look up. Like this psalmist, we cry out. Like Hannah, we pray. Even when it looks like there's nothing, even when it looks like the situation is barren, God can intervene on our behalf. 
Another thing that we, the reason why we can depend on God, because God is trustworthy. And every time I think about that, I get teary-eyed. Because I haven't, growing up, you know, we flex our little muscles. As we growing up, we think we have all the answers <laughs> in the world. But in walking with God, realize I didn't know anything. I only knew what God had put down inside of me, what I had availed myself to God. The psalmist says, I have for you have been my hope, sovereign Lord, my confidence since my youth. From birth, I have relied on you. You brought me forth from my mother's womb. His confidence wasn't in himself. His confidence was in God. It's good to have self-confidence. Oh, but it's even better to have confidence in God, to have that hope in God. He recalled and he reflected back over his life. His confidence was in God since his birth. Now, when he was in his mother's womb, did he know God? Well, chances are no. But as he reflected back, he realized he didn't create himself. He is a creation of God, just like we are creations of God. Even though we were born in the womb of a woman, that's still all God. We're made in the image and the likeness of God. Imago Dei, in the likeness, let us make man in our likeness, I'll say humankind, in our likeness and in our image. That's all God. And we can trust our creator because we are his creation. So when the woes of life are raging, we can still trust in the Lord. I grew up here in Georgetown, Kentucky. I lived in the projects on Lynn Street in Boston, 418 Lynn Street. And we didn't have a whole lot. But one thing that my family instilled in me was to trust in the Lord. We went to church and we learned and, you know, we learned to connect with God and, and, and my, especially my grandparents. Trust in the Lord. See my granddaddy go down on bended knee every night in Stamping Ground, Kentucky. Granddaddy would pray for his family. I saw the trust of my grandparents. And as I continue to live, I understand why they say trust in the Lord. Because when you trust in the Lord, that will get you through life no matter what's going on. Trust in the Lord. The Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not unto your own understanding. In all our ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct our paths. The Psalm says, some trust in chariots, and some trust in horses. But we will trust in the name of our Lord, Church, we can 
depend on God. He's always available. He has the power to deliver us. And God is trustworthy. And every day, even when we sleep and slumber, because God doesn't sleep and slumber, he watches over us. And at the appointed time, we wake up in the morning. And every day, morning by morning by morning, new mercies we see. All to the honor and the glory of God. And I live with this every day that God allows me to see. I have the presence of God. I have the power of God. And anything could manifest during that day because the Lord goes with us every step of the way. Every day that we see, we can encounter God. We can depend on God. And I'll ask you this question that I didn't ask the eight o'clock crowd. Can God depend on us? Can God depend on us? Can he depend on us? Can he trust us to carry out his will? Can he trust us to decrease and let God increase in us? Can he depend on us to feed the sick? To, feed, uh, to take care of the sick, to feed the hungry, to clothe the poor, to visit the prisoner. I know a little secret, you all have been doing that. But can he depend on us to love what the world considers unlovable? We can depend on God. But if we struggle but allowing God to depend on us, we can even go to God in prayer. Help us to be who you created us to be. Not who I want to be, who you created me to be. Can we depend on God? Yes. Can God depend on us? Yes. Let us pray. Holy Word of God, we give you thanks. Lord, we thank you that you are merciful, you're gracious, your love is without limits. Thank you, oh God, for a new day. Lord, continue to be our place of refuge. We live in this world. There are many, many things, many concerns but thank you that you can be our place of refuge, that you're always available, that you have the power, and that we can trust in you. Glory to your name. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen.